0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I want to talk about the appearance of the HSE before the Rocktas Health Committee uh, today to talk about the HSE winter plan, amongst other things. Uh, take a little listen to what Damien McCallion from the HSE had to say at the committee about getting more beds into the system.
1: One of the challenges with bed capacity, we'd love to be putting more beds in in the winter plan, but physically the construction, and the time scale around that, we've utilised a lot of the existing space. There's a bigger challenge there in terms of generating bed capacity around the country. So I suppose we're trying to look at this problem in a short, medium and long term. The short term is the winter plan. The medium term is over the next three years, all the elements that, that Stephen would have referred to in his opening statement around primary care and other investments. And
0: lastly, working with the department on bed capacity in terms of where we go. Yeah, that was Damien McCallion from the HSE. The Stephen he referred to, Stephen Mulvey, the interim CEO, this is what he had to say on recruitment and building up staff numbers. Our own is, is the first uh, point of call. So we have offered and are offering every... North- All right, seemed to be an issue there uh, with uh, that uh, clip from Stephen Mulvey, but he is the interim CEO. He was uh, there as well before the Oireachtas Health Committee. Member of that committee is David Cullinan, who's Sinn Féin's uh, health spokesperson. Uh, David, you're welcome to studio. Uh, Can you sum up what you heard from the HSE today in terms of the winter plan and their preparedness? Yeah, so I think in the first instance, there was an acceptance that we
1: have a real emergency and crisis in our hospitals. So over the last number of months, and particularly over the summer months, which would be unusual, we saw very high numbers of presentations on the one hand to emergency departments, but also record wait times. And we had what was now called a summer trolley crisis. And now we're approaching the winter. Uh, We have obviously record numbers of people on health waiting lists, but also record numbers of people on trolleys. There's an average of about 500 people a day waiting on trolleys. The average uh, time that people are waiting is about 14 hours. In some cases, it stays. There was one uh, case of an elderly gentleman uh, over the age of 75 in July of this year who waited nine and a half days in an emergency department for for access to a bed. Now, the HSE have apologised to all of those patients who are waiting too long and they accept that there are capacity issues. I suppose what's frustrating for members of the committee is that a lot of the capacity which is needed has actually been funded since 2020. So the clip on the beds that was played was in response to questions from myself and Roisin Shortall. And we were making the point that just over 1,200 beds were funded by the Minister for Health going back to Budget 2021. So announced in October 2020, one in four of those beds are still not delivered. 72 of the beds were actually announced as part of last year's winter plan and last year's National Service Plan. Not one of those beds are still delivered. So what we have, unfortunately, are, are these winter plans that come when winter is upon us uh, when you can't recruit the staff quickly enough you can't magic up beds Mm. it does take time and what I said to the HSE last year and I said it to the Minister last year and I reminded him again today that the time to plan for this winter was last year's budget and in last year's budget not one single additional inpatient bed or community bed was funded above existing commitments and I think that was the problem and that's why we're
0: facing the crisis that we are. Had we planned further out more in advance we'd still have a staff issue, wouldn't we? I mean, as you said, in 2020 those 1,200 extra beds were promised, 300 of them have yet to be delivered. So, I mean, two years down the line, you know, that's that's a a pretty long time to plan anything. We still haven't managed to get the staff we need.
1: It's not all staff. So what we heard from the HSE today in terms of the beds is it's it's actually getting the capital projects through the system. There are procurement issues, there's planning issues. So some of that obviously would have been done had the work started last year. We had Limerick Hospital in before us a number of uh, months ago in the Health Committee. That's one of the hospitals hospitals that has the longest wait times the longest numbers of of people uh, on on health waiting lists are the biggest number. Mm. It's a real difficulty obviously and a challenge in Limerick at the moment. They have been screaming out for additional beds the same in Cork where we have on average people waiting 24 hours in emergency departments. Cork management tell us that they have been submitting plans for additional beds for years and yes there is an issue in relation to recruiting staff which is why over the last number of years and in our budget gone this year in our alternative budget we funded 50 additional training places across all of health uh, specialties to increase the pipeline of graduates coming through. That didn't happen in the Minister's budget. So unfortunately we're then left with a situation where we don't have enough uh, medical students coming through mm. to become the nurses, the NCHDs, the junior doctors. E- even
0: those who are coming through, I mean, there's an issue with them as well. Emigrating, isn't there? That that a lot of them, and it's it's not necessarily just about pay. They look at the dysfunction in the system, some of the things you're talking about, and they say, you know what? I'm not sure I want to spend my time dealing with that. It's, it's partly that. It's,
1: it's obviously uh, the real pressures which exist in the public system. But if you take junior doctors, and I met many of them over the last number of months, they've been talking about poor working conditions, some of them working 24-hour shifts. There's a lot of issues which they have identified and the IMO have identified over a long number of years. The Minister is in talks with the IMO in relation to a new contract for the best part of 12 months. So why are those issues not resolved? I think when... People who are being trained uh, in Irish hospitals, in, in Irish training colleges, are coming out after huge amounts of money spent by taxpayers. Obviously, we want them to come and work in the public mm. system. But if you have all of these contractual issues, recruitment issues, retention issues, which are not dealt with, and on top of that, we're not training enough, we only have ourselves to blame. Should they be compelled? That so many of them are. Should they
0: be compelled to work in the public health system, given the amount of money that's invested in their training? I don't think
1: they can be compelled legally, but but even if you wanted to, um, I think there is an element of people who will always want to go abroad and they come back and that's to be welcomed. So I've met many people who've gone to Australia, gone elsewhere and come back and worked in the public system. So some people go out of a sense of adventure. Some want to go because they want to sharpen their skills. It's, it's good for their uh, life skills as well, I suppose. Mm. And that's great. And some of those will come back. There are those then who don't come back. And that is a challenge. Uh, But just to give you one example of that dysfunction that we have. So the minister announced in the winter plan, and that's what we were discussing today, 51 emergency department consultants as part of this winter plan. It was clear in the plan that this was done on the basis of an audit. So they looked at each emergency department by uh, department by department. And it was identified that to provide a safe service, we need 51 consultants. And we were told today that only half of those will be uh, in, in their positions by the end of the winter. And this was to be part of the winter plan. So again, that goes back to what I said. Those 51 positions should have been funded last budget, then we would have had the lead-in time to recruit them. Uh, all of the positions, the, ha- the, the 22 which are currently occupied are occupied by locum staff because we can't get consultants in short notice, obviously, and there's uh, mm. a process to go through. And that's the type of failure that we're seeing in the system. Uh, and... What that tells me and what I said to the, the interim head of the HSE today, that you guys have identified the need of 51 additional emergency depart, uh, department consultants, additional junior doctors to go with us and nurses. And yet you won't have them in place and you actually won't have them until next winter, even if we have them next winter. So let me and ask all you of this. all that, I think, is dysfunctional and it's, it's just yeah. bad planning
0: bad management and not making decisions quickly enough. So uh, you mentioned junior doctors and and for how long they've been trying to highlight you know problems with the system and the conditions they work with. I, I suspect that some junior doctors have been complaining about it so long that while they were junior doctors once they're probably retired now. Mm-hmm. Some of them I mean this this has been going back there was junior doctor strikes mm-hmm. back in the the 1980s. Was it the early 1980s? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the non-consultant hospital doctors went on strike. So this has been going on for years and there'll be a certain cohort of people listening to this kind of I suppose, not rolling their eyes, but almost shrugging their shoulders, thinking it is unfixable almost, the HSE at this stage. So let me ask you, what will be the metric for success of the incoming boss of the HSE and whoever happens to be the next Minister for Health, be it one of the government parties, be it you or anybody else? Well, I think the biggest challenge is uh, workforce planning.
1: So I think what we need is a new strategy that increases training places quite dramatically. The Minister, only in recent months, has acknowledged that and talked about a doubling of capacity, but simply hasn't provided the resources. So we need to increase training places. Then we need to, contract by contract, deal with all of those contractual issues. So, for example, the public-only consulting contract, we're told, might go to Cabinet next week. That was, again, part of discussions for the best part of 18 months with this this Minister, but in truth, for years. We have medical scientists who were on strike last year. We have nurses who are talking about safe staffing levels. So all of those issues have to be dealt with. So the biggest challenge for me is in workforce planning, because healthcare at its core is about people treating people. And if you don't have the human resources you can't provide, Provide the beds, you can't provide the capacity. But I think the biggest trick that the establishment have pulled on the Irish people is to convince them that what we have in our hospitals at the moment is normal, that a, an elderly person age over 75 waiting over nine days on a hospital trolley is normal, or that having 1.2 million people, that's what it is, because it isn't just acute hospital mm. waiting lists, it's people waiting for community care, diagnostic scans and so on. So it's actually 1.2 million
0: people on list. People waiting that's not on, normal for the first time view. really in in. in And that I can remember people on private hospital and waiting lists as well. And growing because the staff shortage applies there too. And people for the first time waiting for days and sometimes weeks for access
1: to a GP because we don't have GP capacity. So all of that goes back to we need to train more and then we need to make sure that we fix the contractual issues to get them into the public system. And I think that's the single biggest challenge. But if we as a society accept that having 1.2 million people is forever and a day what the health service is about, or that we have record numbers of people on trolleys, we have older people who are not getting the care that they need, we have a crisis in home care where people can't be discharged from hospitals because we can't get the staff. If we accept all of that, it's not possible to fix. I think that's a sorry state of affairs. I don't believe that and I believe if you have the right leadership within the HSE and political leadership we can at least start I'm not saying it's going to be easy but I, I can
0: guarantee that more can be done and if we get our chance more will be done. David Cullen Sinn Féin's health spokesperson a member of that Oroctus Health Committee as well the HSE were appearing before them today. Uh, David thanks a million for coming into the uh, studio. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan Weekdays from 4 on Talk.